The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Coming to you live on tape. It is Rich Eggie here with the Broken Helmet. I am giving you a quick rundown of our gambling show that my brother and I have been doing for several years now. Figured if everybody's listening and they're trying to figure out what the hell's going on, that this quick little pod here would give you the ability to follow along. Although it's not that fucking difficult, but, you know, why not? Might as well just lay down the groundwork and be able to say, yeah, well, if you're confused, go to that one pod that says the gambling show breakdown and you can figure it out all yourself. But anyway, um, so every Thursday or thereabouts, my brother and I have got on the mics and have decided to do our little own version of a uh, gambling preview show, uh, try to make ourselves into experts, which we're not. We do it for fun. Uh, otherwise, we would be gambling, and we wouldn't be doing our regular day jobs. But um, <laughs> we are not professional gamblers. We're just two brothers that thoroughly enjoy gambling and watching the NFL. So uh, as I tried to scratch that itch of podcasting, I was able to get him to join the pod. And so we have since done this show that I've been referencing 8 million times about gambling. So when we start off, we usually do four downs. And I have sounders that will cue you in. And then I usually try to time code it so that if anybody feels the passion to jump along and skip along from down to down, that you can just click on the time code and it'll take you to the section that you want to hear and then not be bored to death in tears by the other sections that you don't want to hear. So I try to do that for you, the listener, because I care. I care. Anyway, uh, so first down usually is a review of what we have done the previous week, that being the records from our gambling picks. So, first down will be queued up. First down. down. I'll go through all of the stats. I usually do uh, my brother and I totals, the specific type of bets that we do, and then I usually also give the sharps, the tickets, and the uh, money. Uh, The those stats I get from the Bet Action, uh, the Bet Network, uh, Action, the Action Network. Sorry, Action Network. Uh, Chad Millman does a uh, cool podcast out of the Action Network, and so their app I download, and then I take their props, which uh, their props, their stats, which basically show you based on uh, you know I guess the, the gamblers that they're tracking, who they consider the sharps, who are uh, where the money is and where the tickets are, and I give you those statistics as a point of reference. So uh, not that it matters, I you know it's it's a fun thing to look at, but if you're a you know I probably a, a big time gambler, you know the system outside of what the sharps are doing and the money's doing. You're not looking at that kind of thing. But I find it a fun, you know, aspect because, you know, so long as, you know, they're accurate 
to what the Action Network says, which is also time relevant too because they'll move during the week. But it gives basically a baseline and a benchmark to try to measure what the hell's going on right now. Where are the tickets? Where's the money? What are the sharps doing? Uh, again, professional gamblers aren't looking at those things. They're actually looking at, at the context of the game, the content of the game, that being the teams, the players, their own systems that they've come up with, where they're seeing value, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But for the listener experience, uh, I think it's a fun thing to hear where the tickets are being placed, where the money is, and what the Sharps are doing. So I'll usually give a rundown of my brother and I stats, and then the stats of those uh, subjects uh, that I mentioned. So that usually is first down. Then we go into second down. Second down, uh, we've done it different over the past couple of years. We've done uh, like five big games. That is going to be down to two big games this year. So once you hear... Second down. down. We'll talk a little bit uh, more in depth about two games. Chris will pick one. I will pick one. And then we'll give our picks for that one. That'll lead us into third down. Third down. Nothing more entertaining than saying third down and then playing the same sounder that says third down. So you've just heard the word third down twice, but actually four times because I just said it yet again two more times. So anyway, um, third down, that's a fifth time. Woo, there we go. Uh, it ultimately becomes us picking the all, all the rest of the games on the docket. So we will run down everything that is left and pick them all. The reason we do that is because we also track all of our bets against the spread for all 272 games uh, or thereabouts the year. I think it's 272. That's what I called last year. I did some research. I'll shore that up before we start going tomorrow. But we do try to pick all the games to see how we would do regardless. Um, and then that leads us ultimately to the final segment. Fourth down. And fourth down is where we do all of our gambling. So what we do for gambling, we've done it um, a little different in the past in terms of bankroll, but we have created an artificial bankroll that we both have, and then we go into it and we make bets with that artificial bankroll and then see where we turn out at the end of the year. My brother last year did really well. We started the past couple of years, we'd done $1,000. He ultimately, I think he finished the year at about 3000 so he was about three times his bankroll, which was really good. I did not do good. I actually cracked out uh, my 1000 pop for another thousand and I don't know where I landed with that second thousand but it was not a good year for me but um, so we change it up this year in in different regards we usually did a parlay we did a tease um, and those were where we put our money we usually did a couple of teases and a couple of parlays it wasn't really serious because again like I said we're not professional gamblers here we're just a a couple of brothers uh, in our middle ages now I guess you would say you know not spring chickens that's for shit sure but we just enjoy gambling and so we figured why not do it in this manner but thinking about it I said you know why don't we change this around a little bit so now what we've done is we've done a bankroll of $10,000 and with that $10,000 you can do whatever the hell you want to do so we will make our bets however it could be a straight bet could be a parlay tease whatever the fuck it is so we will be making our bets accordingly based on the $10,000 bankroll and the reason that I did $10,000 instead of $1,000 was because we usually end up treating $100 as basically a unit. So betting $100 into $1,000, it's just not a whole lot of cash, right? I mean, if you think about it from the stock market, et cetera, et cetera, how much percentage of your bankroll do you want to put into an individual trade? It's the same 
thought process here. So I figured, you know, if you want to do $100, you know, as a unit, you could still do it. The 10000 just allows you a little bit more flexibility so that you're not up against it. You know, you have one bad week and put 400 on the line, and now you're down to 600 in your bankroll. Um, you know, I mean, 100 ends up being our kind of unit, and so 10000 is now the bankroll. Um, you know, 1000 I thought, just put it artificially low limit, especially if you're me, and you suck and you bomb out really quick. Oh, Jesus. It was brutal the past couple of years, I swear to God. That was me about half an hour ago after I ate dinner, and then that was also me last year as I just shit out my entire bankroll. So um, so that's what we'll do with the betting segment. We will also do um, other gambling aspects in that fourth down. So outside of the 10,000, we'll just give our best of picks. So we'll do a best bet that will do super picks so there are you know there's a contest the super pick contest you pick five games so we'll do our best bet we'll do our five super picks and then we'll each give a tease of the week and a parlay of the week and then we'll do a prop of the week and so that'll be it and that we'll just rip through that we'll try to uh, make it quick as not to belabor to belabor the point and then wrap up years past we did survivor and knockout i got rid of that because ultimately we never really made it to the end we did kind of better with the knockouts i think than the survivor but once you lose the survivor pool you're just kind of doing it to do it and it really is dependent on uh, who's actually doing the survivor pool, right? So if you've used the team, we mentioned the team, and, but you've used them already, it's fucking stupid. It doesn't make any sense. So we wiped out the survivor and the knockout pool aspect of it. Uh, last year we were doing an over-under, and I kind of took that out too because it was just arbitrary. The two of us really don't do over and unders, but if we do like them, then we'll probably roll it into one of our bets or maybe even the super pick because I'm pretty sure the super pick you could do overs and unders along with the game lines themselves. So that is the concept of the gambling show. And if you want to follow along, then you can follow through the season and see how the two of us do. So again, first down will be a recap of how we've done gambling-wise and our picks and any kind of other random thoughts. Uh, Second down will be the big two games of the week as decided by us because it's our fucking show. And then that'll lead us to third down where we will pick all the rest of the games, fourth down, the gambling segment, and then we will be out. So that is all she wrote. And if you want to listen for the year, we'll usually do these every Thursday. We can't get together with Thursday because multiple kids and a lot of shit going on in, in on the business side. Sometimes we've got to punt to a Friday or a Saturday or even a Sunday. Sunday ends up, you know, pushing it because the games start off at one. So, uh, but if we don't get it off on Thursday, we usually try Friday or Saturday uh, because Sunday's too late. I'll actually end up doing a Sunday show too, where I usually update the statistics of the sharps and the tickets and the money just to let everybody have a feel for where everything went. Although, again, if you're a real big professional gambler or you're really into gambling, you know that Sunday is probably not the best of days to make your bets. You probably have got them on the line on Tuesday before all the lines have moved over the week. But uh, just for the fun of doing podcasting and, well, I'm a radio guy, but uh, the fun of doing shows and the continuity of it all, I usually try to get on Sunday morning to give an update of the stats we had talked about on the gambling show. So uh, that wraps up everything for the breakdown. Hope to hear, well, hope to hear from you guys. How the fuck would I hear from you? It's a one-way medium. It's podcasting. I talk into the mic, it goes into a computer, and it goes to you. You don't talk back to me. You could email the show, though, and if you want to, all the information is in the show notes. 
uh, the broken helmet pod, I think is the name. I should know this. This is a terrible plug by me. Uh, <laughs> this is my fucking show. And I don't even know what I'm telling you to email to. So, uh, again, pretty terrible. But now that I think about it, the email for the show is... Uh, the broken is broken helmet show at gmail.com. God, that is fucking terrible. Uh, Twitter is at helmet broken and our Instagram. Uh, I actually got the broken helmet pod on that one. Ultimately, I'll change all the shit around and put it all into one moniker that works for all of them. But we couldn't get, get it. Twitter was impossible because there was uh, the broken helmet was already taken. So I just did helmet broken because it was funny and it was backwards. Now with the stupid Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi Darth Vader fucking broken helmet scene, all broken helmet shit that I haven't got at this point is all going to be gone. Forget it. I, you know, any handle that has the broken helmet in it is going to be, you know, way gone at this point. I'm surprised there's not more broken helmet podcast. I mean, give it a couple of years and I'm sure there'll be 8 million fucking Star Wars, uh, you know, podcast called the broken helmet, which is a name I came up with now. Shit fucking six years ago and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi just shoved it right up my fucking pooper Uh, anyway with that said I'm out and we will talk to you guys this week alright peace out enjoy enjoy